Welcome to the Just Geronda Experience. My name is Geronda, founder of the Just Geronda program. I'm a psychic medium, oracle, and life transformation mentor. I help people connect with spirit and get themselves all the way together. This space is for everyone ready to rewrite their life story and all are welcome. I'll beam into your mind with channel messages from my spirit team, authentic heartfelt interviews, and stories about my journey from despair to declare, all meant to inspire you, shift your perspective, and break free from patterns that no longer serve you. This is my heart and my life and soul's mission. I'm excited you're here. Let's do this. Is it love or is it a situationship? In this episode, we're going to talk about something that's really any, everybody can relate to. I have a lot of people that I counsel and they were like, can you really get into it? And I was like, well, you want me to talk about that? They were like, yeah. So I said, okay. So, and I'm going to give this to you guys like straight, no chaser. And it just, it is what it is. The first thing I want to talk about is when you are paired correctly with someone who aligns with your energy, your spirit, your morals, and your soul, and you got to click, oh my God, the fun you guys are going to have. It's amazing. Uh, is it always a bed of roses? No, because that's not reality. That's not live. There will be hiccups. One thing that I have always told them, them referring to my clients, is that it's when you have your disagreements is when you're going to see what the relationship, the potential could be, and or where you're standing within your your pairing, whether it's a marriage, again, or a business relationship and or within your family. And family is really the one you have to really pay attention to because you teach people how to treat you. And the thing is, is if you're doing a lot of teaching on a relationship within your relationship pool or whatever, then you you probably should set boundaries. And then if after you set the boundaries, you really need to re-ask yourself, is it really that important for you to have that relationship? Yes, you may go through a season of loneliness, which you guys can go back to season one and go through the whole layout of that. Or, you know, you may just find that once you cut off or you take your power back from that relationship, you may feel liberated to move forward. But the thing I want to tell you guys is that you should not be with, you shouldn't be feeling drained. And I'll give you guys a practical and technical example. I do, I have this client, I've been working with her for a little over three or four years now. And all areas of her life, she's really taking control of it as much as she can. And she's kind of surrendered to spirit and said, okay, lead me and guide me, let you have your will, right? And everything is coming together. But her pairing, which would be her significant other, her boyfriend, he he's starting to notice, he, as he said, you changing, you acting different. And I told her, I was like, well, then that's a good thing. I said, because people who will emotionally abuse you or physically abuse you or make you feel like you're just never going to be good enough, that's what they'll do. They'll they'll try to keep you in a comfort zone that's comfort for them. And they'll want you to always be that way and not grow. Because if you don't grow out of that mindset and out of that energy, they'll always have that control over you. And it's not a... Listen, you don't see it. A lot of people don't understand. You don't see it until... You are out of it and you look back at it and be like, oh my gosh, I was so, like I had blinders on. 
And it's amazing to see because like on a whole bunch, a whole different levels, her, her life is changing. She's listening. Um, like I said, I can give you the guidance from spirit. I can give you the guidance just from my clear knowing and everything. But if it's up to you to apply it and everybody has free will. So she could easily dismiss what I was saying and just kept living her life, you know, and no longer become my client or become my client. That's such background. But you know what I'm saying? But she chose the other way. So now she's actually in the process of uncoupling or leaving that whole relationship. And she's starting to move on to taking care of her, putting herself first. The one thing that you guys always have to remember, and I remember somebody along the way in my life, they told me it's not about you. Well, that's where they're incorrect. Your soul's purpose and mission it is not about you. It's about the greater good for humanity and for the universe. However, in order for you to be able to attract your purpose and the right teachers and things in your life, you have to put yourself first and take care of yourself first because your energy and your crystal that you have to align with the universe and to bring in the rings of in, um, positive energy and everything, you have to align with that to be able to attract it and to have clear discernment over what you're hearing or whether it's just your ego talking. And so when you're able to have that, you're able to process and move forward through your soul's mission. And as you start doing that, a lot of little different areas in your life, it's going to situate itself around you, okay? And so when somebody tells you that it's not about you, you need to look at that person that's telling you that and see what their intentions are. You should be able to teach Hopefully by now, if you've been listening to the podcast, you should be able to have clear discernment and be able to see what is that person's intention for you. Because sometimes people will have ill intent for you and they'll have it wrapped up around love, quote unquote, which is going to roll me right into it. Is it love or a situationship? Okay, so... (laughs) I understand certain situations, like everybody always says, well, Like if you meet somebody and they're in an abusive relationship, the first thing, somebody that doesn't know what it's like to be in an abusive relationship is why didn't you leave him sooner? You could have got a job and got your own place. Okay, what you need to do is sit down and have a seat and hush your mouth because I personally know how hard it is to get out of a relationship when nine times out of 10, the person has got you in a place to where you're in that comfort zone. You're in that fear base. You're in that comfort zone, right? And you know your life is meant to do great things and you know you're meant to do big things, but you know that something's not right, but you want to make a boot. Well, I say you want to bust the move, but you can't bust the move because A, you have children. And B, nine times out of 10, if you're in an abusive relationship, there's either a child involved, there's a financial aspect to it, or there's the fear base and the emotional ties to it. Because in your head, you're thinking that it's going to get better. Like, oh, he he, she, whoever the person is, the perpetrator is, it's going to get better. And I know that if he does that, he's passionate about me. He loves me. Uh, No, that's not it. The perpetrator likes to control over you. Okay. And let let, 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 let me put this back a little bit more. And I'm going to be real frank with you guys. Okay. So my children, when they graduated high school, I waited the first year or two before I decided to send them off to college. Granted, in those two years, they have acquired a lot of accolades in the financial sector, in the tech sector, and they're learning business and stuff. So the reason I did that is because let me give you guys a practical and technical example. Okay, so you guys know like when your children are getting ready to go to high school and they're freshmen. 
they're so easily impressed by the seniors and the seniors, they know it. They like, oh, so, you know, they know that it's impressive to the freshmen that they're in the upper class and they're the seniors and da, 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 and all this extra stuff. Right. So, yeah, I feel like they they target the freshmen because they're weak minded. They're naive and they think everything that glistens is gold because they're seniors. And so that in itself can end up getting a freshman or somebody who's very naive and weak minded. They can get them into certain positions and things that ultimately will come back and bite them down the road. It's the same ideology when you're dealing with sending the kids off to college because there's a difference when you're going into high school they're children when they're going into college they're young adults and what they do in college could is potentially going to set them up for the rest of their life so I didn't elect for my children to go right off to college and you know for them that they're blessed to have a lifestyle that they do I'm I'm happy because they've actually blossomed by learning through life experiences kind of under the umbrella and the guidance of the parents. And the reason I said that is because I have known so many of my, my daughter's friends and my son's friends that they went off to college or they went off and did something. And now either they're pregnant or they're in relationships, a kind of abusive relationships. And it's all because they were targeted because they were very naive. So when you look at that, that's kind of how, and now you base it on everyday living, what for people who are feeling kind of trapped and they feel like they're in situationships. That's what it's like if it's an abusive pattern. And one of the things that I've known that's been a reoccurrence is the gaslighting. Oh my goodness. You know what? I, I, I And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I didn't even know what that term was until my daughter, I knew what the meaning was, but my daughter's like, mom, you know, that's gaslighting or, you know, gas, they're gaslighting. And I was like, oh, okay, I got it. So a good, good chunk of some of the people that I counsel, they're dealing with gaslighters in their life, whether it's the parent who always dismisses their dreams, their hopes, and their goals, or whether it's somebody like a cousin or somebody with the family, then they're dealing with it in the relationship where you're trying to express your feelings and everything. And their partner is gaslighting you because they try to tell you the number one thing they'll try to tell you, that's not how, that's not what was said. They're trying to twist what you told them. They try to twist it around to make it seem like that what you're saying is crazy. And the first thing I want to tell people that are going through this, you are not crazy. Your feelings are valid. You are valid as a human. And I, I've, I've noticed that there's a lot of that going around. And that is, if you're in that type of situation, you know, I understand that you have to be there for you know, the children because of the financial aspect. But the one thing that you can do is start making a secret, your secret exit strategy. And I know that's what ultimately helped me get out of my situation. And a little bit of spiritual intervention that said, can you hear me now? And they, when I didn't hear the first time, I heard it the second time because the action behind it was just tremendous. And for those of you that are in situationships and it's, it doesn't even have to be, it's not all this drama caked into it. And you're just staying there because you're trying to get yourself set up. I would personally say that's smart. I said, because if you got to be in the situation for what it is, you need to learn how to play chess and you make your next move your best move. So whenever you do decide to move, it doesn't have to be all ugly and disgusting and, you know, we're going to tear each other apart. No, you just come to a common ground and you say, hey, look, this just ain't working for me. And I know it hasn't been working for you. And, you you know, you guys come to an agreement and you make a plan. And a lot of people feel like that it's mostly males that have this gaslighting, emotional abuse, 
love or situationship type mentality. No, another client that I know, he's very successful, very, very successful. He has a really good high level executive job with a really, really good company. And he's well-respected, well-loved, and he's just an amazing man and amazing father. However, his pairing, which would be his wife, she is very vindictive and very abusive. Like, um, And he was talking to me, and I just told him, I was like, you know, sometimes, here's the thing, guys, it's not what you see, it's what you don't see is what is alarming. But if you pay attention to their present behaviors and how they're acting now, you guys will be able to see what in reality is going on. And I'll give you a good example. So like this person that I counsel, um, his pairing, which is his wife, she would always keep up a narrative about certain family members. Now, a narrative about certain family members. And the thing about, here's the thing, the thing about spirit is spirit don't lie. I've told you this more and more times. So over the, I think it's been 10, 12 years, she's kept this whole narrative about this one family member. And the funny thing is, is when I was asking him, I was like, well, what have, do they know each other? He was like, no, they don't know each other. So I don't know where she's getting it from. I said, well, there's two ways, either somebody in that family or your family or whoever is telling her this or she's insecure she's threatened there's something about that person that makes her that insecure for her to keep up a narrative well the funny thing is god's spirit don't lie right check this out so recently there's a situation and this person actually went to visit him his family member at his house and some it was like a dr jekyll mrs hyde moment with her and she she created a whole bunch of drama. But what she didn't realize is, remember, guys, I told you, spirit don't lie. Is she got caught on camera. And it was funny because when she got caught on camera, she got caught cutting out half the conversation. And then from what he was telling me, she went upstairs and spun a whole different scenario. And the thing that got her caught, per se, her behaviors and her abusive nature is the the security camera that's right there. So y'all, everybody get y'all a, a doorbell with a camera. Go, go hit that ring, simply save. Go and get y'all a little something, something. Go and get the one at the dollar store. It don't matter because the camera don't lie. So it actually caught her. She was she went into the system and started cutting out little snippets of it. And so then when he had a chance to sit down and try to process, like, what just happened? He went back through the camera. He went back through the camera and realized there was timestamps missing. And the only other person that had access to it was her. And I said, mm, spirit, don't lie. It took a minute, but all now all of the stuff that she's saying is like, it's kind of waking him up. And he's seeing it. And he, I was like, oh, I said, but I know she'll flip it. She's going to sex you good. She's going to cook your meal. She's going to be the best person for the next couple of weeks. And then something's going to happen and it's going to happen again. And the thing that I relate to him, I said, if she did this to your family, what else has she done that you don't see? I said, because if she was any type of woman, she'd call that family member and apologize. And it's crazy. Like, I was like, that camera basically got her together, got her all the way together. So, again, when you guys are looking to see if it's love or is it just a situationship, just take a step back and ask yourself first, how do I feel? How do our disagreements make me feel? If I was riding in the car, am I going to have conversation with this person or is it going to be silent for the whole hour or two or three hour drive? That's a big indicator that there's something 
that's that's not hitting right. I said, because if you're able to go on a drive and you're not talking to this person that you're supposed to be in a relationship and they're supposed to love you, yeah, you might want to reevaluate it. You should be able to always talk about small things, no matter what it is, what celebrity is doing what now. Lord, and that's just a messed up town anyway. But <laughs> so honestly, no, seriously, think about that. Now, are you going to always have something to say? No, sometimes you're going to be tired. You ain't going to want to have nothing to talk about. Be like, huh, sit over there now. And play, go on over there, leave me alone. I'm tired. You get that, right? But if every time you're taking a drive, you don't have much conversation, or you're talking about the same stuff that you were talking about the last two or three drives, I'd honestly reevaluate the whole situation. And just ask yourself, in five or 10 years, is this where I want to be? So I'm going to leave that with you guys for thought in this episode. All right, guys, it's that time for me to be my way back out your minds. Until next time, go beyond naming it and claiming it. Live it. <laughs>